Hello, everyone. You are listening to the Define University podcast, a space designed for educators to ignite your passion, transform your mindset, and learn to love who you are in the process. My name is Lindsay Titus, and I am here to share simple yet strategic steps each week with you to build your momentum into creating a life full of purpose and passion. The time is now. Let's dive on in to today's episode. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Define University podcast. As I record this podcast on June 7th, which is a Sunday, um, I think the the word that quickly comes to mind when I think about the past week has been heavy, but also empowering, also enlightening, also a week of movement and change and action. And when I thought about what I wanted to share on the podcast this week, the words reflection roundup just continued to come to the forefront of my mind. Um, And so that is what I'm going to do for you today. That is what this episode, um, the intention of this episode, the purpose of this episode, and is intended to do. And so this past week has been a week of of change, as I mentioned, of momentum, of, of unpacking a whole lot of implicit bias that I've had, that I've had, that I've been holding onto consciously and unconsciously. Um, and this movement, this, this reflection started with what I consider to be the murder of George Floyd. And with that further understanding for myself of all that, all that is, is wrong is the only word that's coming to mind, but I know there's a much stronger word, um, for, for people of color, for black educators, for black men and black women and, in our society, in our world today. And while this podcast is not going to um, be the, the, the be all end all, it is, it is my starting point. It is my way of unpacking what this last week has taught me, um, as well as my ability to start my own momentum, because I do recognize that uh, when I change me, I change those around me and that behavior change starts with me. And so while this, this, this global this global systemic issue, challenge, uh, whichever words are coming to mind, is not, it's not all about me. I recognize that it does start with me. And so what I want to do today is to share my own reflections with you, not so that you take them and make them your own, but so that my goal is that it empowers and it enlightens and it gives you the courage to do the same for yourself. Because in order to change, in order to move forward, we have to understand where we were. I have to be able to look through the lens that I've lived through and understand that that lens is, is, is limited by, by my own privilege, by my own abilities of things I, haven't, I don't even have control over. It's things that happened prior to me being in, a, in, in existence um, and, and understanding that all of those beliefs um, are part of who I am but that doesn't mean they need to stay who I am, that I get to change them every single day by the actions that I take. Thoughts are not enough. Words are not enough. It is the, it is the synergy. It is the coming together of the mindset, the language, and the action that truly connect together to make that change, that change that, that is so needed um, on all levels right now, on individual levels, in our classrooms, in our schools, in our societies and neighborhoods and our, our country, and greater than that in our, on our, in our world. 
And so that is what I'm going to do for you today. I'm going to unpack my own personal reflections with you uh, in hopes that it gives you something to, to go off of and to understand and encourage yourself to do the same practice in whatever that looks like for you. Remember, we are all coming from our own experiences, which means our goal is not to simply copy or become someone else, but to truly live into and define who we are by understanding that our past brought us to today, but that is our actions that we take today that are going to launch us into the for, into the future, that are going to launch us forward into systemic change, that change is going to be sustainable, continuous, and, and meaningful and impactful and transformational for, for generations to come. So let's dive on in. So the first big reflection that I've had is on... <laughs> in all honesty, is on reflection itself. And I think back to when I am in the classroom, when I'm working with students, and, and maybe a student has has a tough day or a tough moment. And I, I really try hard that the first question I ask the student when we're in reflection um, with each other about this is what went well today, is what was a strength of today. And I often get looks like, are you crazy? Are you crazy, Mrs. Titus? I just I just destroyed a classroom and you want to talk about what went well. And sometimes they use those words and sometimes they don't. Sometimes it's just a look and I do. And I think it's really important because behavior, a momentary behavior does not define somebody. Right? A momentary behavior is is action. It is not it is not who that person is. It is what that person did. And so I think when we are reflecting, and this is whether I am reflecting with a student or on my own, it is so crucial and critical to, to reflect all sides, to reflect what went well and also what change is needed, to focus on strengths, to, to dive into solutions, because when I only focus on deficits or what I have not done, I, it can be overwhelming. It can lead to resentment and it can lead to, lead to this feeling of failure. So why should I even try? Well, why should we try? Because that's what we're here for. We are here to make mistakes. We are here to quote unquote, get it wrong. We are here to learn and lead. And that happens through reflection of the positive things, as well as the areas of growth that are needed. We are not aiming for, for perfection. That is not what we are, we are going for here. And when I do, if that is what I am learn, looking for, being perfect, I'm never going to get there. But when I can understand that what I what has happened has happened, but the, the steps I take next are what are going to launch me forward and create my momentum moving forward, that is where the change comes from. So just like I encourage students, I am going to encourage you as I have encouraged myself to reflect on all avenues, on all pathways, things that I have done well and areas that I need to grow. Because if I only focus on the negative, I'm going to find more negative. If I focus on both, I am coming together to truly understand that I get to create the life I want. But in order to do that, I have to unpack it. And that brings me into another reflection that I have learned this unpacking process is going to be messy. There is no script that I can go find that says, do this first. There is no, you know, as a behavior analyst, I do a lot of task analyses for skill development. There I have yet to find, there is no that I believe to be a task analysis for how to unpack my own implicit bias. I am working on that on my own and I'm starting with behavior because that's what I know. What is my behavioral bias? 
and I am bringing that to the Define You crew. So stay tuned for more info on that on that workshop. It's coming your way very soon because I think it's something as educators we all need to unpack. And that's where I know to start, but the process is messy. There is no, you know, 10-step checklist, do this and and you will you will unpack it all. This is a lifelong process. And that's okay. It's okay that there's no endpoint because if there's an endpoint, then we stop. And I don't believe in stopping. I believe in taking those steps forward every single day and trusting that getting it wrong. And again, I know you can't see me, but wrong there is in quotes. But getting it wrong is part of the process because that's where growth comes from. We have to be okay with being messy and getting it wrong and learning and learning without judgment or learning without getting defensive, but truly learning and hearing through other people's experiences that I'm viewing things through my experiences and my lens, but that does not mean everyone else is going to be doing the same. Just because I can't see something does not mean it's not there. So I have to open my eyes and expand my vision to things I can and cannot see. And I do that by truly listening to what someone else is saying without getting ready to defend or give advice or change their opinion because it has nothing to do with with that. It has everything to do with listening and growing and defining who I get to be so that I can live into the best level version of myself, but realizing that best level version of myself is always growing. I'm always growing and leading. And I believe as an educator, we are doing that same thing. Even if you have taught the same grade level for 20 years, I I sure hope that you recognize that who you are in your 20 is different from your one. And that's not a bad thing. That is because you have learned and led along the way all those students that you've interacted with, all the staff, all the family, Everybody together, we are always growing. Some things are going to remain the same, but that doesn't mean change is bad. Change is where where we need to go. And we need to go to change based on we're going to get it wrong. And that's okay. We can own it. We can apologize with a genuine apology and we can move forward. We can ask questions while we're also doing the work, which has been a huge reflection I have had this week. We have to do the work. Ordering the books is not enough. Making sure doing the analysis of our classroom libraries is not enough. Having the conversations is not enough. Reading the articles is not enough. It's a great start, but it's not enough. What I want to encourage you to do is to turn those can statements into am statements. So sure, I can order books off of Amazon. I can order books to diversify my classroom library. I can have conversations, absolutely. But I want you to then take it into an am I am reading those books to my students. I am reading the book and putting it into practice. I am speaking up for what is right in the moment when I hear someone say something that is a racist comment. I am takes action. And that is what I, by myself, am am focusing on this week and moving forward. I've always been a a great person that, that keeps it in the mind. And that's, I realized this week that that might be a great starting point, but it's what's been holding me back. I've seen a lot of educators this week ask the question, why now? Why are you speaking up now? What is it about now that, that, you, that, that allowed you to open up? Because this has been going on, these, these murders, this, this, this unfair justice, this has been going on for years. And I don't, I don't doubt that. And I don't debate that because that is true. 
And yes, I have not voiced things before. And for me, and again, this is me, my answer is the more that I have learned about who I am over the last year, two years, I'm able to see things more presently. I'm able to feel things different than I've ever felt them before. And so for me, the, the, the clarity that I can see now is a lot different. And I don't, I don't use that as an excuse. I use it as where I'm at. This is where I'm at. And I'm, and I'm, I'm proud of the growth that I've made, but I fully acknowledge that I have a long way to go. I've said, I've said from the beginning of this, I'm going to continue learning and I'm going to continue leading. Because through both of those actions, I'm defining who I am so I can change those that I interact with on a daily basis. But part of that is turning those can statements that I focused on for a very long time into am statements, meaning taking action on what it is that I believe and what it is that I believe to be true. Another huge part of this week for me has been the reminder of how important self-care and boundaries are. So anytime we have a huge movement, an initiative, it, it can be all or nothing. We can fall into that all or nothing mentality where we do all the things. And I was there for a couple of days and I quickly felt defeated. I felt burnout. I was reminded of when I burnt, I burnt out of the classroom years ago because I was trying to do it all and I didn't actually have the awareness of what is it that's important in this moment. And, and I think we need to remember, I need to remember that it is so crucial to, to keep those self-care practices, keep those boundaries, keep that, that rest at the forefront because we can do a lot of things, right? There's that can word again. We absolutely can. But if we're doing them in a way that does not align with who we are, we're doing it through a fake lens. And that, that, is, that is against what I believe as an educator. One of my pillars, one of my foundational pillars is authenticity, which means I show up as I am. And if I don't know something, I do the work to go learn it. It's nobody else's job to go teach me. It is my job to go ask the questions, to use the resources that were created by experts in that field who have experienced what it is that I want to learn more about. But that, that's on me. And I think it's very important that I could read all day long. I could watch the documentaries. I could listen to the podcasts. But at some point, I do have to say, okay, I'm going to take a step back so that I can actually understand and, and ultimately reflect on what it is that I'm learning. Otherwise, it's just knowledge. And I'm not applying the knowledge. And I was reminded this week when I did a training for a school district of how important applied knowledge truly is. Knowing is different from doing. I know a lot of things. But if I'm not taking action, then what's the value of that knowledge that I've learned? And I see that in classrooms too. If we are teaching students to, to, to learn, but we are not having them demonstrate the skills or mastery in various ways and generalize in various ways, are we really teaching or are we simply teaching compliance to a specific outcome that we're looking for? It is so important that as educators, we keep in the forefront of our mind that we are looking for skill development, not compliance with specific lessons. And I think for me, it became very evident this week. Am I learning something just to learn it? Or am I learning something so that I can truly understand it and then act upon it? And, and for me, that second part is really where my intention this week has been. Learning information is great, but if we aren't sharing it, if we aren't using it, then it's not useful, right? Then, then we're not, we're not, <laughs> we're not getting the, the benefit from doing the work itself. And the last piece I'll mention with that is do the work. 
Do the work yourself. Don't expect somebody. Don't expect a person of color. Don't expect a black educator. Don't expect anybody else to teach you what it is that you don't know. We have empowerment is such a, a crucial word right now. And, and if we are expecting someone else to teach us, I am not living into the empowered, the empowered nature that I have as who I am. I, you know, nobody is saying we have to know it all. But we're saying that if there's something you're curious about, go learn about it. Go find the resources. Go, go learn the information because that is how you're going to apply it to your lens. If someone else teaches, teaches you, it's coming through their lens. So use the resources, absolutely. But don't give away that power, of that empowerment that you have to do the work so that you can grow, that you can learn and lead because that is what the world needs right now. Another piece I learned is really preparing ourselves for crucial conversations that are to come. So I mentioned, I mentioned, I think before that, you know, part of, part of change is acting and part of change is speaking up. Well, I don't know about you, but for me, that's hard. That is tough. And having those uncomfortable conversations is, is in the past where I've walked away or I've stayed silent. And I'm not proud of that but I'm proud that I am owning it now and that I am moving forward today because that's what I can control. I can't control what I've done in the past, but I can control what I do today. I can control what I model for my own daughter at home. I can control what I model and show and, and showcase for the staff that I work with every single day and the students that I work with. And, and so part of that becomes, I know tough conversations are coming. I know, that it, how could they not? But what I, what I need to do for myself is be prepared for them so that I'm not caught off guard, so that I don't stay quiet because I'm not sure in the moment and I can't find the words to say. So what does that look like? That looks like me practicing those conversations, going to a mirror and having those conversations, putting on index cards a question that somebody might get or a situation I've been in in the past that I maybe stayed quiet and now I'm not going to because I am going to practice. Part of learning new skills is practice with feedback. And while I may not have feedback from others, I certainly could have feedback from myself. I can prepare myself for what am I going to say? How am I going to stand when I'm saying it? How am I going to act and react and respond when somebody disagrees with me in a neutral way, in a negative way, in a positive way? I can be ready for those. I may not know the exact experience that's going to come, but this is when I can use my past experiences to help me. Because remember, this is not new. We have been here before. I have stayed quiet when I should have spoken. I lived in Shouldville. I have owned that and I am ready to move out for good. And so part of that is I need to prepare. I need to be ready for those conversations. I need to have those thoughts in my head and that the data and the research to stand behind and to be able to share that with conviction and courage so that true change happens by taking action and not staying silent anymore. As an educator, I believe that is what I am here for. The last reflection that I want to share with you today is to trust. Trust is a big word in education. It is one that I live by every single day. I trust in myself that, again, what I say is what's meant to be said, and then I learn and I lead from that. And so having this, this awareness that we are headed in new directions, that we are headed in an area that maybe we have not been so clear about before because we have been here. But 
I think what's different is it, it is at a new level. It is, it is across multiple states, countries, continents. And we are at a point where we have a movement and we can stand, we can stand behind that movement. We can stand with that movement. And I think that's the place that I am that I am aiming to be. I am with the movement, meaning the actions that I take, the language that I use, and the mindset that I have are coming together for growth and change and connection, connection with everyone. And so that is what I share with you today. Um, this this episode has been has been hard for me. Um, it's one of the few episodes I have done without more more structured notes. And I share that because, this episode, this episode is coming from me. I had bullet points, but it has felt very good. It's felt, it's felt empowering to share with you what has been on my heart, what has been on my mind. And again, I encourage you to do the same in any way that you can right now. When we stay in our heads, we stay in our heads and our thoughts stay thoughts. But when we allow our thoughts to connect to the feelings that we have, the variety of feelings that we have, We are then able to take action and gain results that we are not going to get if we stay in our heads. So I am asking, I am encouraging, I am hopefully inspiring and influencing you to take action on what you believe. I can't tell you what to believe. I can tell you what I I believe, but that is my belief. That is my belief that has formed from unpacking the implicit bias that I have, again, consciously and unconsciously been been surrounded by my whole life. And so through this 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 process has not ended. This process is just beginning. This process is continuing um, from work I have done previous. But as we know with personal and professional development, it does not end. It continues to grow because once you have a understanding of something at the level that you are currently at, there then we go up. And we grow from there. And that is how we keep growing and we keep creating every single day to be the best day because this is where my impact is. My impact is on today. And so I encourage you this week, this month, you know, moving forward to find who you are and be willing to open up and understand the bias that we bring into the classroom, the bias that I have as an educator, the bias that I have because it does not mean you're a bad person. It means you have bias that is, that is something to unpack. You have beliefs that have, that have brought you to where you're at, but those beliefs do not have to stay who you are. You get to change those beliefs into truth by doing the work every single day. And is it easy? Not always. Is it meaningful? Absolutely. And so with that, everyone, I leave you with this week's episode. I encourage you, take those steps to reflect for yourself this week, this month, this year. Don't let that reflection stop. This movement has started and it's up to everyone to keep it going. But remember, that movement starts with you. Your behavior change starts with you. When you when I change me, I change those around me. So practice who you are, live into who you are, love who you are, trust who you are, and be open to change. That's what I'm asking you for this week's episode. All right, everyone, with that, I will be back next week with a brand new topic for you, the Define You crew, and I thank you for listening. I thank you for expanding your vision. I thank you for being along with me on this journey that we call life and and for accepting me as I am and for, for teaching me every single day. I will continue to learn and lead you 
And I can't wait to see the transformations that happens when you do the same for your audience, for your students, for yourself. With that, everyone, have an amazing week ahead, and we will talk soon.